Welcome to another episode of The Dating Dossier. We have another guest for you guys. This is my first um, Zoom recording guest, so bear with the audio quality, possibly. Not sure. We're not going to know how this sounds until we're totally done, so that is what it is, but welcome, Ashley. If you'd like to take the floor, introduce yourself. Yes, of course. Hi, guys. I am Ashley. I am Jillian's sorority sister. We um, are pledge sisters. We pledged the same class in freshman year. Yeah. In freshman year. We were both <laughs> freshmen, too. We ran at the same time, our small little pledge class. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so we kind of went to senior four years together. And then um, we ended up kind of reconnecting when we moved well, when we both moved to North Carolina at completely separate times yep. and for <laughs> completely separate reasons, um, I moved down there because I am a teacher, but now I currently live in Richmond and I have been here for two years, but I also grew up in Richmond. So yeah, so that's pretty much it. Wow. Yeah. So we met, like you said, as pledged sisters of, yep. um, our sorority. I don't know if I've ever said what sorority I was in on here. Um, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think we've heard it. I should I say it? Like, will <laughs> I be like associated in a negative way? Like, I don't know. Like, a part of me feels like we should, but then a part of me is like, um, um, that let's, let's um, let's ask for forgiveness and not permission. So permission. we're Zeta Ta Alpha at um, mm-hmm. NU, so ZTA. We rushed freshman year, and so we were always, like, in the same circle, obviously, always around, Um, but we didn't become super, super close until, like you said, we were both in North Carolina, so I moved to North Carolina the August after graduation, so August of 2015. When did you get down there? Also, you were in a different part of NC. Yeah, I moved August 2017 after my master's, so So like two two years later. Literally, so exactly two years later. Um, but you were near the coast. Yes, I was over in Greenville area, close to ECU. Yep. Yes, and I was in Raleigh, as we've mm-hmm. heard many yeah. times before. And so that's when we became close, just being down there, like, away from friends and away from family. Mm-hmm. Um, and North Carolina is just a different kind of, like, social – they have different social norms. Like, it is hard to oh, break yeah. in the circles there, like – Oh yeah. It, it it was something else. So we got super close because we could both we had like camaraderie in there. Oh absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um and so we would drive to it was like a three hour drive, but no, it wasn't that no. bad. It was like an hour and a half, two hours maybe, depending on traffic. Was Nova. Isn't Wilmington no, is Wilmington three hours from you're I think you're thinking about the other one. Yep. Wilmington, uh, the one down there. So yeah. never mind. So I'm just being dramatic for no reason. That makes sense. That makes more sense. So I would hang out so often. It's only like an hour. Um, but we would have, we yeah. would hang out and like stay at each other's places because one of the apartments I lived in down there had a spare bedroom, so that was like super convenient. Mm-hmm. Um, but we got so close that what did we do, Ashley? <laughs> We ended up getting tattoos together and have semi-matching tattoos. They're the same flowers, but they don't look completely the same because I'm not that person's like, yeah, I'm going to get matching tattoos with people. But we got like the same flower to represent like us being from Virginia in North Carolina and like our experiences together. 
Yep. So we got matching. Uh, well, I mean, matching, not ma- whatever, um, yeah. of the dogwood glass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I got a, it's big on my upper thigh. Like, <laughs> what? And um, don't even, don't even super know how I picked it out because we were at a wine festival <laughs> and Ashley was like, hey, do you want to go get tattoos? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> but you have to understand, this is the first time, because anyone that knows me knows I'm super type A, super yeah. organized, super, yeah. like, I just, I kind of, like, plan out. It was your idea, that. Ashley. It was not so my idea. The time I decided to go, like, full wild child type B, go with the flow, we end up getting something permanent on our body. <laughs> and Ashley, like, trying to tell the tattoo artist, she's like, um, you should know we've been drinking. I was like, Ashley, shut up. <laughs> <They're not gonna laughs> of course, like, the, like, super cautious person is like, we're drinking, and... and I was like, nah, it was, like, 12 hours ago. <laughs> like, <laughs> not, though. But in all honesty, like, our tattoo artist was so chill about it, and she wasn't concerned no. at all with both of us. So she, if she was concerned, she would 100% stop it immediately. So. It was, it's honestly my best tattoo so it's my no I would say it's not my best but it's not my worst out of like the four I have so. <laughs> that's it's just it's my most like ornate like the rest of mine yeah, are, like it's outline and this yeah. one's like colored in even though it's black and white but it was like colored in and it's shaded. really like yours is really beautiful like on and everything and everything mine's mine's pretty but it's not as like bright and vibrant I think it's just because yours was on the thigh it just healed so much nicer it did so, yeah yeah it really nicely so that's our commemoration of friendship and living in two states and we both moved back so I moved back to yes. Virginia in Labor Day of 2018 and I moved back in June 2018. So we kind of followed suit. It was like, like it was. So you came back like six, not six months, a few months before I came back. Yeah. Yeah. So I literally only stayed in North Carolina for like a school year because I was supposed to stay till right. August. That's right. And then my leasing agent, I like went up and told them, I was like, hey, I'm not going to continue my lease, but I'm willing to stay till like August. And they were like, actually, how early can you leave? And I was like, what do you mean? They're like, we have no first bedrooms right now. We have a waiting list. Can you like one bedroom? Can you leave it like as soon as you can? I was like, sure. So I left in like a week later. So. Wow. That was yeah. nicely. <laughs> it did. So um, I ended up moving back in June. So, and then you follow suit. It was kind of like you needed to come back with me. I know I did. I, I always say like, I'm so happy I moved. I can't believe I've been back now for a year and a half kind of I don't know I was in North Carolina for three and a half years uh longest three and a half years of my life and now I've been back and that flew by but uh what we wanted to talk about because we both had such fun experiences (laughs) was dating in North Carolina because now that we've done both like we had college and then moved down there and then now we've dated back in Virginia um, mm-hmm. dating in North Carolina was like the most bizarre thing 
how do we even begin, Ashley? <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know about you, Jillian, but I just remember like excited to go to North Carolina in the sense I was like, I oh, it. thank goodness, it's gonna be like a whole batch of like new people in new beginning. Yeah, it's gonna be a new beginning. And like, I guess my like optimistic self was like, it's gonna be better than people in Virginia. Like, it's oh, just totally. grass is green. And then, like back to reality I found out like everyone's the same no matter what state you go to it's just you're gonna have a certain you know situation for each state so that's what I've said like your location won't make you happy however I mean I say that but I'm happier back in Virginia um I mean I tried like I joined organizations I worked on getting the alum the Christopher Newport alumni chapter in Raleigh going I was part of apartment associations I was part of the Zeta alumna like it wasn't for lack of trying it just never felt like home yeah um but I moved down there being like I'm done I'm getting away blah 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 and that didn't like solve my problems it was like that's Mm -hmm. where I learned that the location doesn't fix everything like just because I got away it actually made everything so much worse because then I was all by myself but (laughs) yeah and you don't know how like all by yourself you are until you actually up and leave by yourself like we both moved to North Carolina in two different cities knowing no one correct no one and we basically had to restart. And I did the same thing with Jillian. Like I joined the Zeta, you know, alum over there and I started having groups of like teacher friends. But in order for me to have like stuff on the weekends, like I had to actively plan things out like ahead of time or yeah. I'd end up going back to Virginia to hang out or travel somewhere else. So it was definitely kind of like a, it didn't feel as homish as like us being back here in Virginia. It's when, when people say like, oh, you need to be okay with being by yourself. I'm like, you're probably someone who has never been by yourself because when you live on your own, Mm -hmm. um, A and B have ever gone and done something like that. Yeah, I'm okay with myself, but I'm spend all the time. I spend Monday through Friday with myself. So I don't also want to be by myself with Netflix on Saturday. Like people who make comments like that are, I like to think they're well-meaning. However, (laughs) They can shove it. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> Nicest way possible. <laughs> um, but wanted to go through a couple of like our favorite stories because I have a few zingers and I know you do. I do. Well. Should we just oh. ping pong it? I like, mean, yeah. Like okay. you, you start because they, they've heard my voice plenty. Okay. I think my ultimate favorite one is the one that you and I met at the bar so it was the first time you came to Greenville and we go to the bar that has all that graffiti. Do you remember? Oh, we had those blue motorcycles. Yes. Yeah, so like, no, but I don't know if they were blue motorcycles. Remember they would have like the really cheap drinks, but they're they always so colored. Strong. And they were so strong, but like, I'm talking y'all, it was like three to $4 drinks. They were cheap and they were good size drinks. Yeah. And just to give you like a lowdown on like the Greenville night scene, it's one like one road strip and it has like five or six different bars. But the thing is, is only two or 21 and up. And both Jill and I were, you know, we were above 21. So we definitely do not want to go to the 18 over because the last thing we needed was younger, younger. Actually, didn't we stand in line for like 10 minutes for one of the 18 and up? And I was like, Ashley, no, I'd rather die. Like, yeah. And like, you, 
I think you asked like a gentleman that was over there and he turns around and he literally looks like he's 15. We were both like, oh he no. He had like pimples on his face and I was like, oh, I swear to God if his voice squeaks. Um, I was like, oh, hard pass. We need to move on to another like, place. Actually, that- like we are predators right now if we stay in this yeah. line. <laughs> so we ended up at this bar and it's actually a really cool bar. I would totally go back and we just started drinking and we were enjoying our time and it's one of those bars where it starts getting packed and it kind of sounds like a sardine can. Like you're kind of, there's no really no way to move. Mm-hmm. And I just like looking over next to me and I saw this guy and I was like, Oh, he's halfway decent. And he smiled at me. So of course, naturally I smile back. Right. And then he moves on and we started talking and we hit it off and everything. And I ended up getting his number. Basically fast forward, we go on, I think three or four different dates for, I think we hit almost six dates. Okay. Yeah, you so like, guys were like going out for a minute. Yeah, we were. And we were getting to that point where it's like, okay, this timeline's moving pretty well. So maybe, you know, it's going to be different here in North Carolina compared to where I was in Virginia. And all of a sudden it was going to be the, the weekend before it was a week know before this story. You know this one. She's okay, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you could see her smile, like it just, it just clicked. It just clicked. Okay. So it literally was like the week before this weekend. And this weekend was um, ECU homecoming. And he was a student at ECU, but he was a late student. So like he was my age. So he was like a fifth year type um, student. And he was like, yeah, you're going to meet all my friends and everything. And I was like, okay, like I'm totally down with that. And all of a sudden I started seeing like a little, like kind of that passive aggressive thing. And I was like, okay, did I do something wrong? Wait, what and passive aggressive thing? What are you talking about? Like starting to do like the one word responses kind of, you know, it's different. Like responding you less and less. Yes, change or it's not change in communication. It's communication a basically. And I get it. Like, I feel like that week I wasn't as open as well, but you know, I was a woman having moments and every woman knows that. And so I was also. Are you talking a, about a moment that we all have? Uh, all women really? On a regular basis. Okay. Every time. Yeah. Sorry, I was so, like, are you yeah. not, like. <laughs> Basically. And so sometimes when that happens, you know, we're not always in the social mood or, you know, and I'm I was in, crazy, so. you know, I was in that school that was absolutely terrible. Remember, mm-hmm. like, oh, really yeah. stressful, got me sick school. So, um, I was having a stressful time at work, so I was really not in a talkative mood, but I expressed that and the weekend before we were meant to go out out at night and we never got to link up. And it was, he got upset because I asked him, Jillian, I was like, Hey, I remember you said you were going to drive down. And he was like, yeah, one of my friends is driving. And I was like, Oh, well just out of curiosity, if you have extra space, would you mind like bringing us back? And he like interpret that as like DD. I was like, I never asked you to DD. Go ahead and have your fun. I was just, you know, trying to see if you'd be, like your friend's been willing to take us back if there was space, which I thought was like a normal question. Uh, that is a normal request. That's like a reasonable request. Yeah. yeah, it's not like I'm asking you, oh, don't go out and have fun. I need you to be like a DD. Like I would I never. I mean, if ask he was that. driving I, anyway, then it's not like he could get hammered. So why does it matter how many exactly. people are in your car? Like exactly. And that was the weekend before, and then this next weekend we were supposed to just meet his friends. Okay. So during that, we had that change of communication. So I 
I'm one of those people I flat out ask. Like, I'm always, like, one that's willing to yeah, apologize. I'm also do. one that's, like, I'm going to ask. I'm like, okay, is something wrong? Did I do something? In comes the novel paragraph. I get a novel, you guys. And it was, like, Did you I, have to, like, scroll to read it? I, like, oh, my God. Scroll. And it, it took me off guard because, you know, you're talking about, like, a change of communication of, like, barely texting me. So I was hoping I would get text, like, oh, everything's fine. Looking forward to, like, this weekend. No, I get a flat-out novel paragraph scroll text. So I'm like, okay. So I start reading it. And I kid you not, I was dying with laughter of what this was saying. He was basically afraid that he had more feelings than I did and that I didn't really want to hang out with him. And the best excuse that I got was I didn't look at look into his eyes when I talked to him or hang out with him. I love that <laughs> Julian's loving it. And I was so flabbergasted. I was like, I'm sorry, I don't look into your eyes when I talk or speak to you. Did he say My look into your eyes or I thought he said you don't make eye contact. I thought it's like I basically where you don't make eye contact. And I was like, Yeah, it was uh, like I don't make eye contact enough, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> and I'm like I'm sorry, do you want me to stare into you until, like, my eyes turn bloodshot red? You're not allowed to blink. He's used <laughs> to a mannequin. So, basically, I'm just shocked. I was like, okay. I don't even think I responded because I didn't even know how to, like, respond. I was just so – I was laughing because it was so ridiculous. <laughs> you don't. And mind all your listeners, I am a teacher, so I do public speaking on a daily basis. If I wasn't good at making eye contact and talking to people on a daily basis, I wouldn't have my job. So the fact well, that also, that was, like, if you were that socially awkward, I feel like uh, I, along with most people, would have a hard <laughs> time being your friend. I'm, like, I'm not trying to be rude, but if you – were that socially awkward, like, you wouldn't, um, be as successful socially as you are. It, it, just, it is what it is. Like, yeah, like, know? basic observation. Yeah. So it was, so that really, like, took me off guard. And the fact that he yeah. thought, like, I yeah. didn't care as much as, um, he did. And I'm one of those people, if I didn't care about you. I'm not going to spend my time with you. Grant, like, we were on, like, date six, seven. Like, we were meeting up basically on a weekly, daily basis. So why would I spend that valuable time with somebody and then not care about them? So needless to say, I think it ended up coming, becoming, like, a – I don't know if I – I think I was, like, okay, cool, whatever. And then I think he ghosted after. I mean, it sounds – like he's one of those guys who needed a way out you know what I mean like oh absolutely needed a way out but instead of just seeing themselves out they have to like you've done something really weird and specific that I can't stand so now I'm out they've got like put the onus on someone else and it's like you suck oh yeah it's like he pinpointed something so ridiculous just to like all the things yeah the eye contact but I I love I'm sorry like she loves that story I love that story I'm glad you can laugh at it though because otherwise it would be like 
not funny, but no, I like, he's like, you don't know. I love that. That's like one of my favorite stories because it's just so, to me, it's so ridiculous. It's funny. Exactly. It's like the guy who ran away. Like the reason that that's funny is because it's so ridiculous. And I'm like, like people don't think this would happen. And then it happens. And you're like, no, that's not true. And you're like, no, it really is. And then it becomes funny because it's that bizarre. Yes. Oh, I love, (laughs) I love that story. Um, let's see. I had a few North Carolina, because I was down there for yeah, you were down there longer than I was. Um, I don't know which one that I want to talk about because I have the one where I learned about like emotional abuse and narcissism and gaslighting, but I feel like that needs a dedicated That's episode. That's a whole other podcast. And I, just don't, I like don't feel like getting into it because it's also like not very funny. It's kind of yeah. yeah. It's um. By the way, I was there during that time, so just you so met you, him. I was there and met him a couple times and everything. So uh-huh. yeah. yeah. So um, I was also there with the other one too. Do you who, know what I'm talking about? Who was the other one? Can I say age? Yeah. He was like almost. Bill. Yeah, almost forty. <laughs> I was like, age would, I was like, hopefully that would be the hint you needed. So, yeah, because he's not going to listen to this. Yeah. Um, so. He, like, wouldn't know how. Okay. I'll talk he's about like, that. podcast at this point. What's a podcast? Um, so, I, like, pseudo-dated um, this dude who was, okay, so I had a friend, mm-hmm. close friend, her husband his best friend. Does that connection make sense? So my friend, yeah. husband, best friend. Best friend. So the best friend of the friend's husband. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so weird and convoluted when I say it all. Okay. So we met and went out and he lived like an hour outside of Raleigh. Um, mm-hmm. Was like six foot five. Okay. Um, which was ridiculously tall. Um, mm-hmm. He had like, custom height furniture in his house. Oh, which was like, did I, did I not tell you about this? Um, I don't know. My, oh my God. Okay. You know, um, we both lose track of the guys we talk about. Oh God. <laughs> makes me so Then we like get the light bulb because you say something and I'm like, oh yeah. It's not, not one. like lack of trying. Like I'm not trying. Oh no, both like don't try every, to forget. Every like every time, every time I get so excited, and I'm like, maybe this one, maybe now it's my chance. And then they do something stupid. Okay, so he had to customize furniture because at my going away party, because we weren't dating. You want to know why we weren't dating? Because I asked him, we were like, you know, what we are, and he was like. I don't, I don't really want to be in a relationship. And I was like, do you not want to be in a relationship period? Or do you not want to be in a relationship with me? And he was like, I said, with me in particular. And he said, with you in particular. And I was like, oh, Ashley has a shocked face right now. Did I (laughs) tell you that? Probably not. No. Scare me up for a while. (laughs) Um, No, I hear that one. I feel like I would have been like, he said, I don't want to be in a relationship with you in particular. And I was like, 
why? And he was like, I don't want to get into it. And I was like, I mean, I kind of feel like. I mean, if you're going to tell me that you're not going to be in a relationship with me in particular, you best be sure to have a reason why. Because I want to know each other at that point for like a couple months. Oh Um, yeah. Then I would know. (laughs) I to this day don't know. Um, it's probably because I'm too short. So a few months after that, I knew I was moving back to Virginia and I just didn't tell him because I was like, you, it doesn't matter. You don't want to date me. Um, even though we continue to see each other because I'm a glutton for punish. I don't know. Anyway, so we're super hopeful romantics. I, I know. I'm just, I get so hopeful and I'm like, maybe really he'll change. No, I'm kidding. You can never expect a man to change. I just was like, meh, you know all my friends were friends with him. So it was just like easy, whatever. Um, I'm sitting in the bar stool and he's the one who taught me to make Long Island's that with, the <laughs> with the full shot of liquor. So of each liquor, you pour a full shot and there's like six liquors. You have rum, tequila, mm-hmm. vodka. vodka, we're at four. Um, did you put whiskey? Probably. I don't know. Um, Name all of the liquors. I don't know. I have to Google it. I have to look it up because, like, this is Long Island. I I feel like it's every liquor under the sun mixed with like tea, and, oh, okay. then, and it's like wish you good luck. Vodka, tequila, rum, triple sec, gin, and then oh, sour mix and Coke. Sorry, I'm okay. So it's five. It doesn't have alcohol in it. So it's five liquors. So we would make them with a full shot of each liquor so that when you drink it, you're mixed between. There are five shots in it, okay? Um, which is a lot. That's a lot. And so I was sitting at the bar and I had more than one, one and a half probably. I didn't have two. Because I would have passed out. Um, yeah, a lot of alcohol. Had like one and a half. And then I go to get up out of the bar stool. Now the bar is so tall. To give an idea of how tall the stools are and how tall the bar was. When I would stand at the bar, it would come to like my collarbones. Like it was not quite. Oh yeah. So it's really it tall for us. Yeah. Tall. So then if you're sitting in the bar stool, then the bar is like at normal waist height. Yeah. So that's how tall the bar stool is, right? I go to get up and my heels like were hooked in the bottom rung. I don't know, something. And I fall straight backwards onto the wood floor. Oh gosh. And I hit my head so hard that I got a concussion. (laughs) Um, I got a concussion. And I, the reason I know I got a concussion is because the next day I had to do moving things and I went to call the movers to like schedule them and do all that stuff. And I couldn't remember my zip code or my phone number or my address. Um, and I had to hang up with them, look up that information and then call them back. So, I mean, I'm really lucky that nothing serious happened. Like my back was all bruised because like I fell. So he was a whole thing. Like, um not still to this day like don't super know like what happened um Mm -hmm. but interestingly enough and we're actually going to talk about this topic this same episode but to kind of give a little bit of a spoiler um this past 
fall. So Mm -hmm. a year later, so a year after I moved, a year after I moved, he reaches out to me to say he wants to be in a relationship and he wants to try long distance and he's been in love with me and uh, blah, 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 blah. And I I was like, it is way too late. Um, You're 365 days late, sweetheart. Like, Like, come on. Waited a year. Long distance? No, that's like six hours. Are you kidding me? Like, no way, dude. Um, But I did... It did make me feel better because you know what I was trying to say? It's not you. It's them. No matter what they yeah. say, no matter what happens, it's them. Like I them, have not absolutely. really experience it where it was like all on me. Like we may not have been yeah. right for each other, but it's never been because you said that one weird thing. Yeah. So anyway, that was the whole thing. He was much older. He was like 40. And I was yeah. like, we started going out because we were like on and off seeing each other for a couple of years. We started going out when I was, this is 2016, so what, 22, 23? Yeah. And he was like 38, and his friends would be like, have you even graduated college? And I was like, yeah, I graduated last year. Like, I was so dumb. She's so adult, we were really not. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, But yeah, so that was like my first, that was my first adult relationship, and it taught me that adult relationships aren't real, so... It doesn't matter what age, there still can be complete, but sometimes, you know, um, dumb and childish. It doesn't matter what age. So ping pong back to you. Okay. I know there's one that you told me when we had that conversation, the phone call, and I forgot. So I might need you to remind me one because I don't remember, but I will tell you about this one. Okay. This one was a guy, he lived in Jacksonville. So just for people that don't know North Carolina, um, I think it's Jacksonville, right? Yeah, that's is yeah. that the base where the base is? Yeah, it's yeah. where the base is. So Jacksonville is about like an hour and a half from, away from like Greenville itself, and so um, he was of course military, and um, we were talking everything, blah blah blah, and so he was nice enough to come up to Greenville to have a first date. So any guy that's willing to drive an hour and a half to like come up and have a first date like I'm willing to give a chance like no problem and yeah, we had a pretty good, good kind of like first yeah. thing so we um ended up going on our first date and we were he was like yeah we're gonna celebrate and everything like I have means to celebrate I'm like well great love a good celebration blah blah, blah. thinking maybe it's like birthday or he got promoted or whatnot nice um, so we've had a pretty chill like conversation type verbally and on the phone so I was like okay cool so this could be someone decent so we get to the restaurant we order we went to plaza which every like Jill and I know that's like go-to place to go and white sauce oh it's the white sauce has to be and so we started we sat down I started eating some chips and salsa and white sauce and I casually was like okay so what are we celebrating and he was like my divorce. Remember this one? <laughs> and I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> He's like, you're the first one I, I'm telling. It froze. It's like, stop it. Hold me. Hold wait, okay, like, wait. It, it, it froze. So. Oh. So. My interconnection's unstable. Oh, I have internet. Maybe it was you. Are you good now? Yeah. 
It, yeah, it's good now. Um, so, okay. So he said divorce. <laughs> divorce. Yeah. Like he was getting a divorce and I was like, uh, what? And can you not, we spent the entire date talking about his ex wife and like everything. So needless to say, when he dropped me off, I was like, bye. Like, sorry. Like you just got out of a marriage. Clearly you need some soul searching to do before yeah. you jump into a relationship. You don't so, need to be the, um, rebound. No, did not need to be the rebound at that point and everything too. So I was like, thanks, but no thanks. So that was definitely one of mine. That was good. That was like oh, impressive that you can make that call though, that you I were have more. Yeah, and no, that was, that was I, a short one. So like, please. I have, but it ties with you. Okay. It's a joint story. So you can talk about this guy too. Oh, okay. What is, I don't remember. Uh, I'll remember okay, once you, you start. You will. Okay. So Jillian and I ended up meeting halfway at a winery. This mm-hmm. winery was such a backyard, like <laughs> the wall, janky winery. It was, I wish I could explain it to you more than the words, like words. Oh, ex- I can explain it. So we bought <laughs> wine from them because we got drunk. You and bought wine. I did not buy wine. Well, I bought, bought a bottle of wine. I bought I, a glass of wine. I bought a bottle. Um, <laughs> and they said, don't lay it on its side and you should drink it within a week. Because the cork yeah. will pop out. Oh, yeah. I remember that. And I was like, I've never had wine with rules before. Yeah. <laughs> she drove us around her property for a winery tour. It was in a golf cart. <laughs> just around the yard. Her backyard. Her backyard. It was like half an acre. They had yeah. a koi pond. And she called yeah. it the, not the Garden of Eden. She called it. Something the secret garden, garden, yep. And then they bottled the wine there. And Ashley and I were like, This looks great, like, let's drink it with, yeah. I mean, at that point, we felt obligated because we were in this woman's house, we were already there, so we had to, you know, see it through. So basically, we had the only thing though that was kind of nice about this winery was that it was so concentrated that just the tasting in the one glass itself we were feeling it yeah that's why I bought a bottle from those people (laughs) she was feeling it she was like yes this stuff is good stuff so we ended up so we both were talking to a guy guy at that time so his the guy that I was talking to yes was in Riley yes and so was yours so I had like liquid courage in me so I, I called him in front of Jillian, it was like, hey, because you convinced me to go to Riley to go out that night. I did. Yes. So I was like, hey, I'm going to be in Riley. Like, my friend and I are going to go out. I would love for you to, like, come out and hang out with us. And he was like, yeah, sure, definitely. And then your guy said yes, too. Remember? So the one I was talking to said no. It's actually the one who I've talked about in a previous episode. Who oh, yes. Knew. The first one, so the one I was talking to, he's the one whose sister, like, was a heroin addict. 
and he didn't go. But I texted someone else and asked someone else. And they said yes, remember? Yes, but I don't remember who it was. Yeah, it was some other person. So we were both basically going out to like meet guys. So mind you, I drove just to go to the winery with Jillian and then head home. So I basically had like my emergency overnight bag, but I didn't bring anything. Which talking about type A, like I don't have an emergency overnight bag. I should. It's a really good idea. But that's what we're talking about when we say Ashley is a type A. Yeah. So like I did have some things, but I didn't have like anything for like night out. I don't even think I had makeup or anything like that. I had makeup. Yeah. So we basically go back to Jillian's, end up going to the mall so I could get some clothes for the night out. So now I'm not only like, did I pay for winery? I paid gas and we went out and got stuff and food for that night. We go out and both the guys stood us up and like ignored and not talked to us the entire night. Remember? Yes. Okay. So that's what did end up happening. Yeah. However, it ended up becoming an amazing night because we ended up meeting, like, two awesome females and, like, had a blast. Remember? That's Jordan when we met Ashley? them? Yes. Oh, my God. I'm still friends and with them. And that night. I am, too. I'm still friends with them on social media. They are great. But that was a fun night. It was a entertaining, at least. But, That's when I and then, – we had to run – and go to the bathroom in this like in the hotel room <laughs> in the hotel in a hotel and you, like, you didn't you know left Jordan and I in a parking garage so y'all could go to the restroom and Jordan and I were like frantically trying to get a hold of y'all because we we're like where did you go <laughs> like, we ran we ran away we ran to the bathroom I don't yeah, know they how had we a good- got in that hotel I'm surprised too. Like, how did they get in? How did they like get to go through? I mean, finally ended up followed somebody in. Oh yeah. Any long story short, we made it home stay so fun. But I never told you what happened afterwards. So, guy, there's more. There's more. So, um, when I go hang out with Jillian, usually what I do is I'll get up like super early the next morning and then just drive home and then like nap all day. Yeah. You like, dr- you like beat your hangover home was like, yeah, I, like that's exactly what I do is like, I would beat the hangover home and then like go home and like sleep it off. So in the comfort of like my own bed and all that good stuff. So lo and behold, I'm like taking my nap and all of a sudden I hear my phone go off and I look over and the guy texted me. And it's a novel. Again, like one of those. Um, And it basically was like, sorry, I didn't go out. I didn't want to waste my sobriety for going out. And I was like, I'm sorry, we've been talking for how long? And you decided to now disclose the fact that like you were, you had sobriety and you were sober. Like I would have never invited you to go out to a bar if I knew that. So I was like, thanks for making me feel like crap for you know now telling me this so lo and behold that like basically what happened and I think we ended up just kind of like that one was like a mutual like dissolving moment of us like not ending up because I think he was one of those people that like you would plan something and then you would like fall through so well it's just really frustrating when you're like going back and forth going back and forth going back and forth and then all of a sudden they drop off the face of the earth Mm-hmm. It's like, it's also really frustrating when 
because I'm that person that, you know, I try to ask all the like hard hitting questions, like right off the bat. I'm like, I want to know what you have, you know, I need to know, you know, I want to know the skeletons in your closets now than later. Cause I've had so many that have dropped bombs on me like weeks later or months later. And I'm like, Whoa. Well, and usually when they're going to drop a bomb, they ghost and mm-hmm. then they'll come back and be like, Oh, it's because they had this really dramatic thing. And it's like, mm-hmm. Like, the one, so the last one I'll talk about um, from North Carolina was the guy from Morocco, who I don't know if you, that was, I think, before you moved down. But you told me about him, though. I'm sure I did, because that one messed with me. I, they all messed with me. Um, I let them all in, and I'm like, this one's different. <laughs> this one's different. There's a ton of red flags, but it's different. Um, yeah. So... We were um, dating app, match on dating app, and went out, and he was super cute and, like, suave and spoke French and Arabic and English, and I was just, like, so impressed, right? I was like, oh, he's so, wor- he's so worldly. Um, we went out for a couple of weeks, and a couple of weeks into our relationship was my birthday, and so mm-hmm. we've only been dating for like, I don't like dating. We went on a first date and then we were like talking and like yeah. decided we would like only mm-hmm. see each other. And I was like, cool. This hasn't happened in a long time. And it was my birthday and I got flowers. So somebody was like at my office was like, Jillian, you got roses. And I'm like, oh, my parents are so sweet. And I look at yeah. the tag and it <laughs> was from him. And I was like, oh. Yeah. That has never happened to me before. Also, it, okay. So I don't try to ruin things for other people. However, because I have learned things, I've experienced things, I try to then impart my wisdom on others so they don't have to be a dumbass like me and fall for this stuff blindly. Yeah. He had to look up where my office was. He didn't know. He didn't have a business card. He had to like Google where the office was now while this seems super romantic it's also it's also love bombing um which i don't know if i've gone over that term yet in a dating podcast but that's where someone does a lot of have you heard of that term i'm have you have you heard love bombing like are you familiar with that one I have not heard love bombing before no okay so then I'll go over the definition so wikipedia everybody's favorite um says it's an attempt to influence a person by demonstrations of attention and affection it can be used in different ways for either a positive or a negative yep experience however it's usually negative. Um, so anyway, that's kind of what that was, but we started seeing each other. It was awesome. All of his friends spoke different languages. I was the only one who only spoke English because seven years of Spanish didn't do me much. It doesn't teach us anything. (laughs) It doesn't count for anything. I can like sing some Pitbull songs, but, um, went out with him for a couple months I think about three months he met my parents he really wanted to meet my parents and my wow. parents were like 
uh, we don't really want to meet them because we don't want to meet the puppies. Like they say, they don't like to pet the puppies as they call it. So they're like, we really don't want to pet a puppy. And I'm like, yeah, well, this yeah. puppy wants to meet you. And that never happens to me. So we need to do this. He like paid for brunch. Like I was just like, oh my God, like so googly eyed. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so great. Um, he told me, he told his mom about me. Like I met his best friend. I met a bunch of his um, colleagues. Like I thought we were going we came up and like went out in dc like i really thought like he was going somewhere and then he ghosted me Ugh. he ghosted me and this is the first time it happened to me so oh, no. i've talked about the one before where i read obituaries it was this guy i thought he was dead because oh, no. we'd been talking like constant 24 7 communication for three months and then mm -hmm. all of a sudden you disappear off the face of the earth and with no warning. And I literally thought I was like, he's got like something happened, something yeah, drastic something, happened. Yeah. Like something really wrong happened. And I was like, I'd met his friends, but we weren't like connected on social media. So I was like, nobody would tell me if mm -hmm. something happened. So anyway, I'm freaking out. And then somehow I figured out he was ignoring me. I guess maybe I saw he was active on Facebook or something. Something alerted me that he was around, but he still wasn't talking to me. So I like mm -hmm. cried. Like I was upset. He didn't talk to me for three days. Then he comes back with a paragraph. Oh, uh, the paragraph. If you see a paragraph pop up on your phone, just ignore just it. Know. Just delete yeah. it. You, you know you're getting dumped. It doesn't oh, yeah. matter what they say. Like, you are Honestly, dumped. if you see the paragraph, don't even, like, look at it for, like, 24 hours. Go Or just go get yourself, like, a glass of wine. Or, just like, prepare for it. hand your friend, like, be like, hand yes. it to your friend and be like, can you read this? Because I'm not going to be logical. Like, yes. it's, because it's not going to be, it's never good. It's not, oh, like, no. a sonnet in your honor. Like, <laughs> no. It's not, like, a confession of love here. It's usually... No the worst of the worst yeah. yeah so got a paragraph and it said um I'm not ready to be in love and we're not on the same page and you're a really good girl and you deserve the best and blah 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 and I'm like am I so good why don't you want to date me um but I think that line is the worst part it's like you deserve the best. Then why and don't you the best? Act like like, why don't you act like it then? Um, and saying I'm not ready to be in love. And I'm like, whoa, 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 who said anything about being in love? You're the yeah. one who wanted to meet my parents and do all that. Like I was not uh steering this boat here, sir. Like <laughs> you, the ship, you like, were <laughs> Yeah. Like you were in control here. Now you want to back off. That's what I've said. It's happened to me before. Like they're the ones you know, going at level 100. Now I'm hot. Um, they're the ones yeah. going at level 100. And then I start to finally meet them. And I'm like, okay, I'll meet you at like level 70. And they're like, yeah. oh, whoa, <laughs> slow your roll, bitch. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like slow, like hold. So you need to be at like a 20. Okay. And I'm like, so you get to drive at like <laughs> pedal to the metal, like, like gas to the floor, whatever it is. Like, you get to go as fast as you want, like breakneck speed. And yet if I even entertain the idea of meeting you halfway, I'm coming on too strong. Oh, like, yeah. 
Anyway, that was a rant. I'm sorry. But (laughs) um, yeah, so I was like, can you call me? So he calls me and I'm like, no way. So he calls me and then guess what he says? Oh gosh. He says, I'm moving back to Morocco. Oh. And I was like, oh, so you're going to be across the world. That asshole stayed in Raleigh, stayed in the same zip code. Like he ended up getting married to his ex like a year later. Um, so then I was like, also, I guess kind of the side piece. I don't even know, but, um, yeah, he, he did that. And then guess who hit me up last summer? Oh, it was him. Yeah. Yeah. He told me about He said he got divorced, um, Mm -hmm. which, uh, I feel pretty good was a lie, but I don't think, um, but that's what we're talking about. We're talking about boomerangs they all come back I really I seriously feel like every dude who I ever had like something significant with like not like one or two dates but who we we were like dating maybe not boyfriend and girlfriend but we were like dating more than like two dates I would say once you're like beyond like once you're at date because I feel like up to date three like date three is very kind of like deciding yeah so once you're past that so you're like date four date five and onward, those guys, if they've ever ghosted, have boomeranged. They will boomerang, yep. Because you've, I feel like you've talked about that too. Oh, yeah. Boomerang, I've had it happen to me plenty of times. Um, I know Jillian's had it happen to her, but um, so, for example, do you want me to tell them some of my boomerangs? Yes, please. Okay, so I'll talk about the one that you really enjoy. Um, we'll call him, we'll call him T because okay. I'm still kind of friends with him now. So I don't want him to like, so, oh, I will make sure he listens to this okay. one. So, um, I met him when I was blonde. So in like 2017, when I like was, I remember forgot, like, you were blonde. blonde. yeah, so I had a platinum blonde phrase for like 2017 and I met him during that time and we met on a dating app and I ended up having to meet me at like this Latin club when I was with like a friend. I was at that phase like of like first dates being met like oh if I'm already out and about with like at a club or a bar you might as well join me there because if it's a catfish or if it's going wrong it's like I'm it with doesn't other people. Take, so. I feel like what we learned in North Carolina because we had to plan out our schedule so carefully mm-hmm. it was easier to have other plans and then like include yes. someone in on them than have our entire evening booked for a dude who was like 50 50 gonna ghost so we kind of learn that little kind of yeah Yeah. so I had that happen so he met at the club we hit it off everything my friends that was there seemed to like him so great um and then we ended up going on a couple dates everything was kind of going good um, I did kind of got the feel though that he was more of like he wanted a no strings instead of like actual relationship. Yeah. Which, if that's the case, okay, I'm not that. So I was really, I was kind of already like mentally ready to like be like, okay, cool, you're like kind of checked out a little. Yeah, bit. like I was yeah. already kind of getting that vibe of like, okay, even though he kept saying, like they all say this and it's wrong, but they'll be like, oh, that's not what I want. That's not what I want. That's not what I, I just want to see exactly where it goes. what they want. 
Yeah. If they say, I just want to see where it goes, I mean, they want to see where it goes in a hookup, and then they want to not talk to you again. Yeah, they want to see you go in your bed. In your bed. <laughs> so, not anything else. And that's just not how I was raised, so I'm sorry. Um, so, long story short, it ghosted me. And that oh, was it, fine. Like, after the salsa night? Yes. So, it was, like, we were, it was, I think, after, like, date three or four. Like, we were on, like, date three or four when he ghosted. And then that was, okay, that, that was before I moved to North Carolina. So that was, like, oh. 2016, 2017. Oh, yes. Okay. okay. Then I moved back to Virginia. So, like, present day in, like, 2019, um, he comes back around. And Boomerang, lo and behold, boomerang, he comes back around. And I was it was one of those things where it was like fancy meeting you here. So I think we were back on the apps or something. And I'm one of those people of like, I recognize you. I'm not going to be mean and like swipe, you know, left. I'm going to swipe right. But it might be like, a, I'm not going to reach out to you situation, but um, ended up being Bumble. So I was like jokingly like, oh, I'm going to just mess with him. Like you've already like screwed me over. So let me just have some fun with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I ended up, like, fancy meeting you here, like, kind of did, like, a silly thing like that, and he was, like, oh, my gosh, like, I can't believe, like, I'm seeing your face and everything, oh, my goodness, and super, like, happy to, like, talk to me again, and I'm, like, okay, you were the one that ghosted me, like, three years ago, like, dude, what in the world? Long story short, basically, he was engaged to be married, that didn't go well, and then he was, like, just not in the right mental space. Just to paint a picture, he is, like, completely opposite of me. He's, like, you know, like, he smoked weed. He wasn't, like, the best, you know, character and everything. He spoke. He, like, was right completely, like, in the, in the city. And I was completely, like, raised in, like, suburbish. Like, very different backgrounds, like, in everything. Um, but I was okay with it. Every time we had, like, hung out, it was, like, venture. He was one of those people, like, when I hung out, it was venture. Like, it was always, like, the funniest of stories. Like, I've almost gotten a car accident with him, like, because, you know, people were crazy. We had to help, like, move a truck over um, and everything. So I met, like, his best friends and everything. Um, so we hung out for a while. It was, like, last summer and everything. We went on, like, three or four dates. We were just hanging out. But in the back of my mind, I was looking at him as, like, a friend. Like, I was, like, there's no, like, love in this at all. Like, I don't like you at all. Like, in that sense, I, like, I think you're, like, an awesome human being. And I think we'd be really good friends. But I yeah. was not really seeing it, um, which was totally fine. Well, lo and behold, he texted me and basically was, like, I – think of the world of you. I think you deserve everything. And I'm just not at that moment to like give it to you. So this time around, he didn't like cold turkey ghost me. He actually like said stuff was like basically said goodbye. Then found out two weeks ago that he went on, he had some time away <gasps> from what, from Chelsea. So he basically like said goodbye because he was basically going uh, <gasps> for Dude, time. Can I? Uh, are you basically <laughs> trying to be coy here, or I am just in case because I don't want to, you know, 
But if you need to know what go away, please go see the red flag video from with Chelsea and Jillian, and you will figure out what that means. Is he still away? No. So I. That was a short um, stint. Yeah. So I texted him like, oh gosh, a while ago, just being like, because I didn't hear from him, and he's like, I still want to be like a good friend to you, and I like, I'm one of those people I call out my friends. And Did I he called still him have out. his same phone number? I'm really curious. He does. Like, I've yeah, for years. Like we, st- it's still on my phone as like his okay. name, everything. That's good to know. So, that you can keep your phone number even if you don't use it for a period of time. Oh yeah. So um, I texted and I was like, "Well, such a good friend. You really thought highly of me, but I haven't heard from you for." Like, You're like trying life. to roast him, and he's like, "Man, oh, yeah, I've seen, seen his, you know, him at for sure." And then he texts me, like, three weeks later, and he was like, hey, sorry, I was away. And, of course, he told me everything. And I was like, why didn't you tell me? Like, so in the back of my head, I'm thinking, like, oh, straight up, like, he wanted to be with me, but technically couldn't. But, you know, long story short, we are good as friends only. But that was one of my boomerangs. So dodge the bullet on that one, though. Probably dodge quite a few dangerous situations um <laughs> man that is so good that one was oh, a good one that's so good oh man I don't have any who boomerangs with like a good excuse they just eventually come back and they're like you're like the best thing that ever happened to me and I'm like why didn't you know that when I was there um or like why didn't you tell me when like I was actually with you and now you wait like years later when I'm over you yeah seriously like I wasted a lot of time crying over you Mm -hmm. um let's see I think those were it was just funny that they like all boomeranged um that's my biggest point is that they all do it yeah and and um I know I'm sure a lot of your listeners probably have this right now, like with the uncertain times that we have right now with like the pandemic, there are people like I've had some boomerangs come back to me and have been reaching out to me currently like, Hey, how are you doing? Like, what's up? And all that good stuff. So it's been interesting to get those out of the woodwork, you know, like you post like a snap and then you get like messages going like, Oh, Hey, how's it been? It's like, I haven't talked to you in like two years. Like, why are you coming back in my life? Like we said before the whole, Hey stranger. And it's like, Hmm, why are we strangers? Or like fancy seeing you here. Like, or like, Hey stranger, you bored too? Like, yeah, no. (laughs) I, so I've been off the dating apps now. I don't know. I don't know if you know if I told you this. I've been yeah. off the dating apps now for a couple of months since before my birthday. I just got off the apps because, uh, and that's not to say they'll be gone forever, but this kind of is like my longest stint um, being single and being off the apps. Because it just was like consuming thing, you know, kind of over and over. I got them back for one day during this whole thing because mm-hmm. I mean, 
we're all kind of feeling the super lonely stuff. Mm -hmm. So I got the dating apps back for one day because I'm like, you know what? Let me just do it. Like, it can't be that bad. And several of them, like, recognized me. I don't know if they recognized me from other apps or if they'd unmatch me and then match me again. Like, I don't know what happened off the apps for a while. But they would be like, oh, I've seen you before. Um, Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, like, I'm like, you're back. So, and I just was like, oh, no, I don't want to do this. So I deleted them again. Um, I was like, I couldn't even handle like one day. Actually, no, I'll tell you what happened. So that happened, right? That was how I had it. So I had Mm -hmm. it like 12 hours. I don't know. I got it at the afternoon. And by the next morning, I deleted it because the message that made me delete it was a guy told me I could come quarantine in his belly button. Okay. Ugh. Yeah. And I didn't answer. And he said, guess not, dot, dot, dot. And I was like, bro, uh, was that, uh, I thought, was that, I don't know how to take that. So then I was like, you know what? I don't know how to respond to this one. I'm like, they gotta go. They got, we're we're either going to die alone, quarantine in our apartment (laughs) or, uh, but I'm not going down like that. So no. Yeah. That's, um, but you were saying you've had quite a few boomerang. I haven't had as many as I thought, honestly, like, yeah, I had about just from this pandemic, when I say boomerang, I mean like people that I've either, you know, talked to them in the past or been on a date or two with them before, yeah. but really serious. Like none of the ones that have came boomeranged during this pandemic have been ones that I've been like in a relationship with or been with like more than like two dates. These are not like people that were like serious contenders or something like that. So, um, I've had about four that came back and like, was like, Hey, how's it going? All that good stuff. Of course, with me not being single at the moment have been very respectfully saying like, Hey, I'm okay. You know, surviving. And you know, I'm currently taken, um, two of them actually have been like, Oh, that's awesome. Congrats. And then it's like, well, do you mind if we still talk? Like I'm lonely and you know, I need friends at the moment. And I'm like, of course I always will lend a, like an ear and I don't mind talking as long as it's, you know, super innocent and just small talk. I'm okay with it. Respectful. Yeah. Yeah. But we do have, I do have one though. That's like, I call him the keep tabs guy. I don't know if anyone else has had this happen before, but like I have one guy that's literally like kept tabs on like my life and like my relationships. It's kind of weird. But, like, he lives in another state, so, like, the likelihood of, like, us ever, like, being together is, like, not happening. Yeah. But it's so funny because as soon as I, like, broke up with a guy, like, he knew within 24 hours and, like, messaged me and was, like, hey, are you single again? And you're, like, I'm, like, are you, like, stalking me? That's like, so That's so weird. But, like, at the other time, though, he's very respectful of the fact that, like, I when I am in a relationship, he's very respectful about that. And it's, like you know, like, how's the boyfriend? Is everything going well? And you're like, yeah, that's great. So, but yeah, it's weird. Like, I've never had someone, like, so invested, and I'm kind of like, you're a little weirdo, but, like, he's so respectful of it that it's, like, doesn't come off across, like, creepy. It's, like, more like, hey, just being a friend, just making sure you're okay. So, so you're like, you're not full-on Joe from Netflix, but... (laughs) No, he's definitely not full on Joe from Netflix, but he's definitely like one that's 
I've like considered like, oh, okay, he's just making sure like anyone that's in his friend group or like on his like feed is doing okay. So well, I respect part, but fair enough. yeah. Well, I think that was, um, that was some good content from <laughs> our, cause we got a little bit of ghosting. We got some boomerangs, went over that term. Yeah. Um, and then ho North Carolina. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a state for sure, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if it's one of the ones I'll ever end up going back to live in and everything. It's a beautiful state, has amazing beaches, but I, I did my beaches. yeah. Yeah, I did my time there and but it's just not for me. <laughs> No, same, same for me. Um, I feel like I'm too, like I have too much FOMO, like now on birthdays and stuff like that, like too much, um, was, I mean, I also feel like it just kind of left a bad taste in my mouth because I went down there right after college graduation, which is super lonely anyway. So then to like add on to it, um, was in a totally different state, but I'm glad to be back, and it's funny that we both came back, and we both had that story, and now we have matching tattoos. Well, I say matching tattoos. They're not. (laughs) Yeah, very, they're they're basically matching, so definitely. And we got them, like, together, so that was our super fun story for you. It was your spontaneity idea. That was my, like, one life spontaneity. I don't know. I've done more now. Totally something I'm on board with. She's like, this is a normal day. And this is like, this is like once every year I like go off the like deep end of like being spontaneous. And then I like reel it back in and be like, okay, that was, that was enough for me back to my. Last year I dyed my hair pink because I was about to get bangs. And my hairdresser was like, if you're going to get bangs, you're going to have to go to the hair cuttery. Like I'm not giving you bangs, but we can dye your hair pink. Um, so that's when I was going. Th- when a girl changes her hair really extremely, she's going through it. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's a lot of things like you, there's some tells when like girls are going through some stuff. One is like drastic hair change. If they're doing a drastic hair change, something has happened. Yeah. Or they do like, um, another one I'll see is like, they'll do like a complete like clothes makeover or something like compl- head to toe looking like super new and you're like okay like where did this outfit come from Mm -hmm. I've seen that for sure yeah I'm thinking we're gonna see a lot of interesting before and afters from this (laughs) and I'm here for it man I've categorized myself as one of the ones who does vigorous at-home workouts and I guess now that I've put that out there I've really got to stick to it because I've made that announcement um but that's how I've categorized myself is because the time is going to pass no matter what so yeah might as well try to work on something even though I didn't I did not work out tonight my workout tonight um consisted of my liquid lifting of the glass (laughs) bicep was working tonight Mm -hmm. I guess for me I guess I'm becoming like a yogi because I'm doing like yoga every day right now and so I'm like by the end of this, I'm probably going to be able to do, like, a headstand, and don't quote me on are that. You probably doing, no, you've put it out there now. Um, <laughs> are you doing yoga with Adrian? I am doing yoga with Adrian. I, I love her. I'm doing her. 30 days of yoga. 
Uh, see, I don't do the three days. Like, I pick and choose ones that, like, I'll I mean, like, I haven't done it, like, every day. It's going to take me, like, 90 days to do I will be honest. Days, like, I will – I usually do it, like – well, I only been doing it, like, Monday through Friday, and I'll do it, like, four days a week only because, like, sometimes she'll do a lot of planks and, like, downward dogs, and then my wrists and arms are yes! so sore. Oh, my God. My hands and, hurt. Yes. Okay. And I'm just like, I need a break, but it's, it's literally all- my hands hurt. Yes. And I'm like, I'm sorry. She does it so effortlessly. And I'm like, she's like, I'm we're so going to be on downward dog. And then we're going to go to plank. And then we're going to do downward dog. And I'm like, can we do that where I'm at on my hands? <laughs> like, so yeah, but I've done it. I've done her, but there's times where I'll pick and choose. I'll be like, I'll look at like the video ahead of time. Be like, okay, I'm my arms are ready to sort of do like a lot yeah. of downward dog planks this year, this time. So like, let's see if she has one that's like more. Let's do a lot of standing warriors and yeah, stuff like that. like that. So that, and I also do like my daily workouts too. So I love I've been, that. that as well in coloring, reading, just trying to not go in front of a screen as much as I can because you know they have showed that studies have shown that like you sitting in front of like a tv screen and sitting on the couch for hours on end can lead to depressive states and so I'm and trying we don't to need any additional of that exactly so I'm trying to make the most of it with this time it is hard though because I think Jillian and I both are very social interactive people mm-hmm. and so this has definitely affected all of us in a sense I'm a teacher so I'm literally interacting socially for eight hours a day to going from like none it's very drastic so yeah I've been but- working from home since the day after my birthday so since March 9th our new normal but I will say I've been like hanging out quote unquote I'm doing air quotes with people more now like doing these virtual happy hours and things like that because I feel like our generation I talk on the phone to all my friends all the time well not all my friends uh-huh. but my once my friends who will I talk on the phone all the time but I feel like a lot of our generation doesn't do that so mm-hmm. I'm talking to people now more than ever because I'm not a big texter you can uh, Ashley can attest to it I yes. will read it and I will put my phone down and, <laughs> and then, like a month later you'll like text and be like did you die and she'd be like oh I'm so sorry I forgot <laughs> I really like I'm not I'm just I'll complain when other people do it to me but I'm I'm one I'm really bad for for doing that so this is actually like I think improved a lot of my relationships because mm-hmm. we're communicating at a much more consistent level and it's not just texting. Although yeah. I will be very, very happy when things um, get back to yeah. somewhat of a normalcy. I definitely think that yeah. things are definitely going to be changing um, for sure after this has all happened, happened, but I'm really looking forward to the point where it's like, it's safe to go back out to the real world. And I'm, I'm hoping this brings out more good in people than bad, like in a, in a very like low priority way. I'm kind of yeah. hoping we see a change in dating just in terms of like treating people like other humans instead of treating them like they're not, they don't have real emotions and things like that because that yeah. was becoming a real problem. That was like part of the motivation of starting this podcast. But I'm kind of hoping coming out of this, people just have more of an awareness for humanity. So that's my hope. I don't know. Yeah. 
that's why I hope for everyone is just, you know, I hope, especially with the dating scene and everything that people will take this time and be like, wow, like I know it is so like what feels like to be like isolated and alone. And like, yeah. I don't want to give anybody that. Like, pause, I don't want to pause that. To yeah, exactly. So I hope that, you know, people out there, if you are, you know, dating in this time of life, like really, you know, be generous and be nice and kind about it. Even if you're not interested in that person, it's just so much nicer to just tell them than just ghost them. Like I rather someone tell me. Yeah. Even though we laugh at it, but I would, I would rather be able to laugh at it than never know and just wonder what's wrong with me. Yeah. But do it in a way that's like respectful. Like there's been times like, example like one that's really hard for me was like someone was like hey sorry I was asked to some another girl asked me to be exclusive so I'm choosing her over you like there's a difference between like sorry I'm I'm currently unavailable thanks for your time versus like you lose she wins like be respectful about it too and all that good stuff when you decide to like ghost be an adult about it that's the best way of putting it you know yeah Exactly. Exactly. I think those are our, those are some pretty solid takeaways for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So thank you, Ashley, for coming on and sharing your stories. And of course, thanks for having me. Yes, absolutely. I was like, please, like we have a lot of overlap and we have our North Carolina experiences. So I really want to talk about that. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm glad you came on here um if you have anything sign off or anything not really thanks for having me and i hope that like my fun stories will you know maybe help you guys in the future and i wish everyone good luck with you know their dating you know it's hard out there so it, it, it's hard out there but we're not alone that's it that's no you're not alone like it is not you you are not alone like we are all getting um different sides of the same coin like absolutely like you guys are not alone like don't get discouraged don't like put it all on you because that's especially females we always try to internalize it and think it's a it's always me like Mm -hmm. don't do that because moral of the story is it's honestly not you and just remember that and there's always look for like positive in life and you know every time I've had like a ghosting or experience or anything I always lean towards like my mom or my friends and like especially like Jillian when we were in North Carolina we would always lean on each other because it would happen to both of us and then it's like that good oh I'm not alone there's camaraderie yes and now you guys have the dating dossier and you can send your stories to me and I will read them on recording and I will laugh about them but not in a bullying way I will laugh about them in a way um that just means yeah, we can laugh at these experiences. You can send those. You can DM them on Instagram at the dating dossier. You can email them to the dating dossier at gmail.com. And I think that's it for this week. Cool. Thanks for listening. <laughs>